So before we talk about the death of the cyber ninjas, folks, I just want to give you the rusted culture nugget of the day. Take a look at this. This is coming to us from Salon.com. And it says, two lawyers arguing against virus safety measures before the Supreme Court get COVID. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, why bother when you've got news like this? The article says at least two of the state officials arguing against the Biden administration's federal vaccine mandates Friday were forced to appear in front of the Supreme Court remotely. Why? Because they had contracted COVID over the last few days, reports said. Uh, The one that contracted COVID was Ohio Solicitor General Benjamin Flowers, and then the other one was Louisiana Solicitor General Liz Merle. They all had to argue their case over the phone as a result. And then the irony of this, folks, is, and this is brought to us by epidemiologist David Michaels, he said, Now, meeting in a safe and controlled environment, the justices may well block OSHA's requirements that employers protect workers from exposure to a deadly virus. Which is spot on. So all of the Supreme Court justices are all safely honeycombed away in their their safe environments, and they're going to rule probably to deny the OSHA law to protect workers that have to be in the midst of all of this. And that's what it's all about, is keeping workers safe. But folks, on to the Maricopa situation here. So the election board in Maricopa, Arizona, has issued their final report And it went like this. Have a listen. No election is perfect, but what our report confirms in the November 2020 general election in Maricopa County is about as close as you can get. A record number of people participated. Their votes were counted and they were cast using proven processes. And both Republicans and Democrats won local and statewide races. If one of your preferred candidates or causes lost in 2020, that is not proof of fraud. That's proof of democracy working. We're done. This is the end of the 2020 election. We have addressed the issues. We have debunked them. If there are lies, we will respond to those lies. But otherwise, we're moving on. We've got elections to run in 2022. And I look forward to working with everyone here on that effort. And the reaction from the peanut gallery folks went like this. Yep, that's kind of predictable, isn't it? So the Cyber Ninjas, also based out of Maricopa County, Arizona, here's an article from the Washington Post. It says, Cyber Ninjas, the firm hired to conduct an election review in Arizona, ordered to pay $50,000 a day in sanctions. And the article goes on to say that Cyber Ninjas, the firm hired to conduct a partisan review of election results in Maricopa County, Arizona, has been ordered to pay a sanction of $50,000 a day until it turns over records from the review sought by the Arizona Republic newspaper. The Maricopa Superior Court Judge John Hanna had previously ordered the company to turn over emails, text messages, and other documents to the publication. He said, it is lucidly clear on this record that Cyber Ninjas has disregarded that order. And Jack Willencheck, who is a lawyer that's representing Cyber Ninjas, said that the company has laid off all of its employees. They're all gone. Don't don't try to get any money from us. They're all gone, including its former chief executive officer, Doug Logan. It is now insolvent, according to Newsweek. Willencheck said that the company is unable to go into its records to find the audit documents. We just can't go into the records. Everybody's gone home. There's no money in the bank. You can't find us. 
nanny nanny boo boo too bad for you but folks isn't it ironic that the firm that was set up to conduct an audit of the elections in arizona can't even find their own text and emails i mean what in the hell is going on here really So according to an ABC 15 report out of Arizona by Garrett Archer on November 1st of 2021, records show that Cyber Ninjas, the audit, actually had a $9 million price tag. And where did the money go? What did they spend it on? So the top five expenses that were listed were $5.2 million for payroll and labor, $1.1 million for depreciation, $627,000 for professional services. $543,000 for travel expenses and $253,000 for supplies. I mean, it's it's amazing, folks, that kind of money. And evidently, $1.9 million of that $9 million was paid out to five Cyber Ninja subcontractors. So you know somebody got hella rich on this whole fraud it. So the vast majority of the money came from the America Project, which is a dark money group headed by former Overstock CEO Patrick Byrne, and only $50,000 came from the Arizona State Senate, evidently. So contrast that with another fraud that spun off of the Cyber Ninjas in Arizona. This one was in Wisconsin. It was headed by Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, who gave former Justice Gableman $676,000 of taxpayer money back in June, and that happened only 15 hours after Donald Trump accused Voss and other Republicans in Wisconsin of covering up election corruption. So, patterned after the cyber ninjas, the goal of all of this, folks, was to use Gableman's findings of election fraud, and I put that in quotes, election fraud. They wanted to use that as the predicate for restrictive voting legislation that they hope to pass no later than March of this year. So they're prodding Gableman right now saying, give us the report. You know, we need to get this legislation on restricting voting done before the session ends in March. So folks, all I can say about this is that I don't think it's going to end well in Wisconsin, just like it didn't end well in Arizona. And the, the travesty of this whole thing is that to get to this point, we've had to spend $676,000 of taxpayer money. And it's, it's just ridiculous. And there's going to be hell to pay for this, Robin Voss. Just you wait and see. So, folks, I just want to thank you for joining me here. And if you enjoy the content, don't forget to click subscribe. It really does help. And until next time.